You're listening to Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness, the fastest-growing natural health, nutrition, and inspiration podcast in the nation. Uplifting stories, powerful messages, and triumph over adversity, the experience of entertainment and encouragement is about to begin. And now your host, Dr. Ward Bond. With an elegant and graceful style reminiscent of Mexico's classic mariachi crooners, recording artist Lupita Infante brings a sensual and soothing voice contrast to the bold sounds of regional Mexican music. Infante's Grammy-nominated debut album, La Serenata, is proof that she is a star on the rise, not only for her talent, but for her perseverance. Although heir to the Infante Mexican music and film dynasty, Lupita has worked diligently amidst hardship for her current successes. And after her father's untimely death in 2009, Lupita rose from the ashes and decided to pick up the torch of the Infante legacy. While Lupita understands her responsibility as an artist, following in her family's footsteps, that she is often acclaimed for continuing the legacy that brings cross-generational audiences to admire Mexico's beautiful music traditions. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the beautiful and the beautifully talented Lupita Infante. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Thank you for that amazing introduction and really happy to be here and just share a little bit about, you know, what's going on and um, this incredible journey through music. Well, you have quite a story and I've done quite a bit of research. I've listened to so much uh, of your incredible music, but I want to kind of step back in time because your grandfather... Pedro Infante is a music and film legend. So what does it mean what does it mean for you to actually carry his legacy? Well, it is um like you said, he truly is a legend and and an icon um in Mexican culture and even Latin American culture and just, you know, really Putting all of that into perspective, uh, it, sometimes it's just like, wow, like I, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even believe, um, you know, just how incredible he is and, and how uh, his story gets to be part of my story now. And my story were, will always be intertwined um, in his story. And I think it's just such a beautiful blessing to to be able to call him my grandfather. Well, you have a legacy to be proud of. And for you, though, why is it so important for you especially to uphold Mexico's beautiful music traditions and keep it in the forefront of your audience? You know, um, when I first started in this music, it was very just seemed kind of natural to me, um, I was always around um, mariachi music, and you know, it's always what I would see, you know, being performed, and it it kind of came very natural to me. But at the same time, you know, I do see, you know, especially being here in this country and with so many migrants, you know, from Mexico in this country. I think it's such a beautiful thing to bring these traditions, this music, this culture back to life on the stage. And, and, you know, I think it really does something special 
for everyone who is here from Mexico and it takes you back to certain memories or even some people tell me like like every Sunday we used to sit down um, and we used to watch your grandfather's films and uh, you know when I think about your grandfather I think about my family and now that you're you know, doing his music and singing on stage, it just brings me back to to that feeling of feeling good and feeling, you know, in that family space. And so I think it, it's a lot of that. And sometimes it's just such a beautiful feeling to to be able to share with people. Well, when you were younger, did you feel that you were going to get into music or even into film based on what your father was doing? Um, to be honest, I've always been a big music fan, but I mean, aren't we all right? Um, <laughs> so I love music, all kinds of music, all kinds of genres. I've been inspired by all, you know, everything you can think of. Um, but I, I didn't see the path to making this a professional career. And, um, you know, once when my dad passed away in 2009, that was kind of like, for me, the deciding factor of like, okay, I think I'm going to take this seriously. I'm going to, you know, try and I don't even know what it's going to look like. I don't know what steps to take, but I'm just going to start this journey. And I did. And, you know, now it's been... I don't even know how many years. I don't want to count. <laughs> it's been a it's been a few years, and um, I was able to find you know incredible people to work with, an incredible team. I was on this television show in Mexico City. Um, this was back in 2017, so about four or five years ago now. And um, I was, it, it's called, it's The Voice, but Mexico's version of The Voice. And that's actually where I found the team that I've been working with and who has helped me develop as an artist. You know, you got to have some stuff, you know, some talent, some worth ethic, but then you have to find that unique team of people who really believe in you and who will really take you to that next level. And I really found that in my management team and Four years later, you know, I'm just like, I'm surprised at how many beautiful experiences I've had and just how much growth I've been able to see and how much development. And I just think it's, it's such, it's incredible. And the more I get into this, I feel like the more connected I am, you know, to those roots and to my family and to my father and my grandfather, just because of all the people and the stories that I get to hear from, you know, being in music. Well, how, what was it like to be nominated for a Grammy on your debut album? Well, I I was not expecting that whatsoever. Um, it was it was it was so crazy. Um, I, you know, because we were started recording music and you know starting collecting each song not really exactly expecting it to become an album but then it did and um i worked with some incredible music producers from san antonio texas and um and it just kind of all came together and you know i have some original songs in there too and um even one of the songs was nominated for a latin grammy 
And actually the Latin Grammy nomination happened first for, for an original song. So I was already like, wow, like this is already, you know, too much and it's incredible. And because of that nomination, I got to perform on the Latin Grammys and it was an incredible performance, incredible experience. And, you know, this was all during the pandemic. So it wasn't, you know, the typical Grammy experience or Latin Grammy experience. So there was no audiences, everything was virtual. Um, but, you know, nevertheless, it was incredible. And then after having this nomination for a Latin Grammy and an incredible experience performing on the Latin Grammy stage, then I get a phone call and it's like, you're nominated. And I was just kind of like, wait, what do you mean? Like, for what? Like, again? Like, oh my gosh, okay. And then you're nominated for for a Grammy, your album got nominated. And I was just like, shocked. Like, wow, that is incredible. And, you know, it it's, it's something that's going to follow you for the rest of your career. And it's like a title that's like Grammy nominated. It's, it's just very special. And you know, during that time too, it was like the pandemic, there was no live performances going on. So, you know, I was like as broke as you can be as an artist, of course. And, um, and here I am, you know, nominated for a Grammy. And I'm just like thinking, Oh, my gosh, like, I think I have to go get another job because I don't know if I could do this. But you know, just right after all kinds of opportunities started coming, you know, through the door because of, you know, being Grammy nominated and just thinking about all of those other artists who are out there trying really hard. And it's just, you know, it, it gets tough. And I just, I got so lucky or blessed or the stars lined up. I don't know, but um, I'm just so happy that, that everything happened the way that it did. And yeah, it's something very special that, that is still a blessing and opening doors for me today. Well, Lupita, I have to tell you this. <clears throat> um, I watched your Latin Grammy performance, uh, Morisito Corazon, and I was taken back by the absolute beauty of not just the song, but just just the just the filming of it alone. I mean, with you singing and your look, I mean, everything was absolutely perfect. And when I was listening to the song, it reminded me of the days of old Hollywood as the song and the arrangement was, I guess the only way you could explain was it was just very romantic in nature. And I could actually see and hear your voice and even that type of song being including in a ma major motion picture. Oh yeah, yeah. And that song was in in my grandfather's film. One of so it's one of his most recognized songs, and then one of the most recognized scenes of this incredible film 
And then to be able to do that um, for Latin Grammys, and it was like a, a, a sort of homage to to my grandfather too. And then that dress, oh my gosh, it was just like, it, it was like, I don't know how many pounds, it had to be like 18, 20 pound dress, but it was so beautiful and just, it filled up that stage. And um, the mariachi that was, there with me was Mariachi Sol de Mexico de Jose Hernandez and they're I think one of the most incredible groups um, on the planet who just make incredible music and um, it, you know like you said it, it honestly came out so perfect I couldn't have asked for a better performance because I was very nervous you know no pressure of course um, so it was just a great time and and you know to have that memory live you know on the internet and um, it's just so amazing and it oh, was it, it feels it was, like a dream. yeah I mean it was, ladies and gentlemen you have you literally have to go on YouTube to watch uh, Morisito Corazon of of Lupita Infante performing this at the Latin Grammys in 2020. It will literally blow you away. If you've never seen it, you've got to watch it. It is, to me, it was probably the best four minute film I've ever seen, <laughs> you know, because it was, like you said, it was literally perfect. And, and Lupita, I love your range of music because even with your song Serenata, it's very traditional in sound. So it reaches a very wide range of demographic for people who will gravitate to the song and just <clears throat> love it. Then you have your brand new single, uh, Asma Tuya. Uh, tell us about that one. So Asma Tuya, it was a song written about almost a year ago now. Um, and I went to Sinaloa, Mexico, and that's where my grandfather is originally from. And the, you know, well, Sinaloa has kind of a bad reputation for other things that we won't talk about, but it, it's also where my grandfather is from. And, um, and I wanted to go there and just really connect with my roots and, you know, be in the same area where he grew up and just kind of feel the same weather and look at the same, you know, scenery and just kind of put myself in that place and get inspired. So we did a whole song camp um, out there and wrote music with different, um, different songwriters. And the last one on the trip um, was this um, gentleman, his name is Alfredo Rios and better known as El Commander. And um, we just had a really good time writing this song. And it's kind of about, you know, this girl who's a, a little bit um, upset, uh, um, you know, because this guy who she likes is kind of, you know, kind of pulling her back and forward. It's like, you kind of like me, but then you change your mind. So it's kind of like, okay, I need you to make up your mind and, you know, make me your girl or or else so it's kind of what the song is about and it's a it's supposed to be kind of fun and uh, a little bit um you know kind of sassy and um so i think you can hear that reflected in the music it's it's really upbeat and you can hear all these instruments um from different regions of mexico you have this uh requinto sierreño and then you have 
um, the accordion, which is very like Northern Mexico, Texas, of course. So you have a little bit of these different influences. So it makes it, um, I don't know, it, it kind of expands its, you know, it, the, the regions of, of Mexico, you know, talking musically. And then, yeah, like you said, Serenata is very, very traditional. And that was done very purposefully because of, you know, even me watching my grandfather on film give all these incredible serenatas and um, even hearing stories about him taking serenatas, you know, to different special ladies in his life. Um, it's it's always been so inspiring. And well, it's, it's, yeah. Well, I, you know, what I love is your music is very broad range. I mean, because you literally can sing anything. And so when you're looking at songs to record, um, is there anything particular that you're looking for or, uh, you know, because I find it so interesting the way that you explain the different regions of Mexico. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the last time I've ever heard anybody explain something like that is I had gone to Ireland uh, a few years ago and I was shocked on how the Irish would tell me, well, yeah, so-and-so's from that region because you can tell it in their, tell it in their accent or their voice. And I'm like, why? You all sound the same. But, uh, <laughs> but, but at the same time, the music is different. So for you to explain the different regions, for you when it comes to either choosing a song or songwriting or wanting to record a particular song, is there something that you look for in particular or is it just kind of like uh, the vibe just hits you at the right time? Yeah, I think it's a lot of things, but you can definitely hear, you know, different regional accents throughout Mexico. So it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because, you know, it makes me think about how people speak in different parts of Mexico. But, you know, every song has its, you know, and then when you when you write a song, it's kind of like, I guess your child. I mean, I don't know. I don't have any children, but maybe it's like your child where you love that song for, you know, different reasons and everyone or everyone, every song has its personality and one song's going to make you feel a certain thing and you know, one song will connect with uh, a certain person or or type of crowd. So they're all very different. And I like to have a variety, you know, because you want to have like your fun, you know, party songs where you talk about tequila and then you have your more sad songs where it's like heartbreak. And, um, and then you have like these incredible like ballads that I think are very reminiscent of that golden age of, you know, um mexican cinema where it's just so beautiful and lush so i like to have a little bit of everything and um yeah i i i i love i love to have a variety well let me ask you this because you are the talent ambassador for Haritos mariachi usa talent search now is this a brand new music competition so this is the first year that the talent search um, is taking place. So every year um, for, for over 30 years now, there's been this incredible festival, Mariachi Festival, that happens at the Hollywood Bowl. 
So um, it's called Mariachi USA. And um, I think this is the very, very first year that they decided to have a talent search. So uh, as an ambassador, you know, I was inviting um, a lot of these younger generation um, musicians that I, I see a lot um, on tour because I either work with them or, you know, they're part of these conferences or they're touring themselves. And um, or just anyone who's passionate about mariachi music and just letting them know you know there's this competition i hope it's not the last one because i thought it was incredible and just the fact that we can support that new generation of talent and so um this year's winner was already announced it's someone from um southern texas from the rio grande valley who who won, um, an incredible, uh, beautiful young lady. So she's gonna be performing at this year's Mariachi USA Festival. Um, and yeah, she won, she gets to take home the grand prize of $5,000 and she's performing on at the Hollywood Bowl stage. So um, it was incredible. So this Saturday, June 18th, um, I'll be there in the audience and I can't wait to see her performance and um, hopefully Jarrito's Mariachi USA talent search continues because I think it's such a beautiful, um, I think it's so beautiful to support new talent and, and to give them that opportunity. It's incredible. Well, kind of walk us through a bit about Mariachi music because if the winner, it, so the winner is a female, I always thought mariachis were basically all men all the time. And uh, <laughs> so have things changed? Because, you know, I'm, I'm not close to that type of genre, even though I've been spending a lot of time listening to a lot of your music and find how beautiful it really is. So, uh, but then when I look at photographs or videos of mariachi bands, they're mostly men. Are females actually getting more into mariachi? Honestly, I see so many women, um, especially, um, you know, in some middle school um, and high school classes that I've just been visiting. I, I see, I'm seeing a lot, a lot of women. Um, but I think historically, it's always kind of been male dominated. Um, although it doesn't mean that there hasn't been females or female groups you know, historically there have been just not as many as, as the men, a lot less actually. Um, but, you know, I think more and more we're seeing it. Um, and there's so many wonderful professional mariachi, all female groups who, um, who are incredible. And, um, but yes, definitely, um, very male dominated, but it seems like things are changing. So, We'll see, maybe next year, who knows? It might be a girl, might be a guy who wins. Just, well, you never know. Well, more power to the ladies out there. So uh, breaking ground and uh, breaking the glass ceiling everywhere they go. So that is an incredible thing. Now tell us about, uh, uh, well, your performance actually, because recently you sang the national anthem at a Dodgers game. What was that like? That was so much fun. Um, I've been, you know, 
part of, of, you know, singing the national anthem for the Dodgers since maybe 2019. And um, it's been so much fun because, you know, I got to sing it already twice this year. It was for opening night at Dodger Stadium. So they had the fireworks and they had the jets flying through the stadium. And it was just, that was an incredible, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. I, I felt like so honored to, you know, just be, be a part of it. And then not too long ago, I also performed um, at Dodger Stadium. So certain um they're they're doing like this taco tuesday celebration every tuesday and then they have mariachi music um throughout the innings so they had asked me to do the national anthem so that was fun and it happened to be um the manager dave roberts birthday so i got to sing to him happy birthday too and that was really cool because you know I don't know I, I get I guess I got starstruck like oh my gosh it's Dave Roberts you know I see him on TV all the time um coaching you know getting mad when they're not doing well so you know to me it was just so special um and and then during the innings too I got to perform a few songs and that was fun because the crowd just goes wild like they they just love it. And it was just so much fun. They put you on the big jumbo screen and it was great. It was really great. Well, you recently got signed to the Sony music label. So what did that uh, take for you to get? Well, really to this point in your career. And um, I mean, from being Grammy nominated, which definitely elevates your status in music and now signing with one of the biggest labels uh in the in the recording industry so what's that like so it took i think it took a while to to get there you know there was a lot of groundwork that was done in the past four years with my management team to really develop myself as an artist and um i think once we felt like we were in a good place and we can really showcase um, who I am and and uh, what what Lupita Infante is, is about, I think that's when we um, kind of approach them like, hi, <laughs> um, you know, and they saw the potential and, and they saw that um, we really are doing something really unique here. And, um, you know, we are upholding this beautiful tradition and an in an incredible way. So um, they, um, they decided that, yeah, let's, let's do this together. And, you know, I think one of our biggest goals is like, we want to make history together. So I think, you know, me being a Sony artist now, I think that's so possible and, and everything is there. And, you know, just got to keep working hard and, um, I'm working on a, a new album. So Asma Tuya was actually the first single that came out with Sony. And now we're working on a whole new album with all of these songs that were written in Sinaloa and all over Mexico and, and here in the U.S. too. Even some in, in Nashville that I wrote on a, a songwriting trip. It, there's just so many good things um, that are coming. And I'm so happy that, that Sony and I are both you know walking hand by hand in this new adventure 
Well, answer me this, because you mentioned Nashville, and I have interviewed more people from Nashville than I can count. For an artist like you going to Nashville and sitting down with other songwriters, what is that experience actually like? Because are all of the songs, I mean, I mean, you're going to be singing all of the songs in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Is there is there a different way of looking at songs when working with people in Nashville when your audience is going to be uh, Hispanic in nature? Yeah, so I think, you know, one of, it's always, you know, important to find that common ground. And I think even in in some country music, it's all about the story and you want a good story to really catch you. And I think in the same way, um, um, Mexican music can be like that, Mexican folk music, right? So, um, I mean, not every, not every song session was like amazing and, you know, didn't yield like everything but there was a few really good ones um so i worked with some of the guys from the last bandoleros and um we wrote a song so basically we were collaborating on the melodic and um, the harmonic part together as a group and then the spanish they kind of left it to me so (laughs) that's how that one of them worked and then and then there was another songwriting session um where i got to work with these incredible songwriters and um with them it was more okay we're gonna do just a song in english and then um, i'm gonna take that song and then later translate it into spanish well, are there any, um, do you have any future plans in actually recording an English language album? I think in the future, that's completely possible. And even, you know, seeing Linda Ronstadt, um, she's one of my biggest inspirations um, because she did both um, languages and well, she did like rock, country, and mariachi music, and she and opera. So <laughs> she did everything, and she did it so incredibly well. So I feel like, you know, it, anything is possible. So I I definitely do believe in the future. There's going to be an opportunity like that for me too. Well, what do you hope to achieve in your musical career? Well. I want to hopefully just, you know, touch as many people as I can with these songs and with my music and for them to really enjoy it. And I think that's, you know, my greatest accomplishment when somebody comes to me and they said that what a great show or I love that song or uh, I I have that song on repeat. That's just kind of like, ah. Thank you so much. (laughs) Well, where can all of my viewers, listeners, and even your fans and new fans find you on social media? So you can find me at Lupita Infante XO. Um, Also, uh, I'm on all digital platforms. And I do have one song recorded in English, um, Be True to Me, Doris Day did a version of it in English. It's a song, it's a Mexican song, but um, there is an English version. So 
in the album La Serenata, um, there's one English song too, just in case they want to hear <laughs> something in English as well. Well, I think that uh, Spanish is a beautiful language. And when you sing it, it's even more beautiful because you are just so incredibly talented. And ladies and gentlemen, you need to learn more and follow Lupita Infante. Just go to lupitainfante.info. It's right there at the bottom of your screen. Follow her on Instagram, Facebook, wherever she's at.